or even check my mic. <laughs> Welcome to the JSM podcast. We desire to see everyone living in a healthy relationship with the Lord and with each other. Welcome to, I don't know, we are not counting anymore. <laughs> Today we are going to be concluding our series on 2355. I'm Joanna and I'm here with Cassandra. She is our, um, I don't know. She's like, she's the one that keeps everything flowing behind the scenes. Um, people don't realize all the things that she does. Um, and she's amazing. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I have really enjoyed this series that we've been doing. I have too. It's been, um, every time we go, we go through something or I teach on something or do anything like that, like, my heart is always that I'm changed. I'm not just like out here, like preaching to the world and telling everybody else they need to change, but that like I'm affected and I'm impacted like through the whole entire time and the process. And I know for me, it's just been, I think it's just like a moment of, uh, I would say a challenge, a personal challenge of self of like, okay, Joanna, how are you spending your other 23 right. hours and 25 minutes? Right. Like, same. How are, how are like that, that level of accountability of kind of just like assessing. And then in the process of all of this, um, in such a unique season in the ministry of just like God bringing pieces together and different things happening. And, um, and, you know, as I'm preaching to people to walk out their walk, it's like, I'm walking out mine at a different level, um, in the season. And it's easy, um, I think I guess, you know, about to say this, preaching it to those who are involved in ministry, because it's easy to get caught up in the process and the flow of everything and forget or lose sight of why in the world you're doing it in the first place and That's maintaining true. that connection with the Lord in your own personal walk and, um, and working through those things. And so, so today and kind of summing everything up, um, the title of today is be intentional. And I know for me, um, I have to be very intentional with my time and how I spend, um, my moments. And we all know that I'm a big reader, but this year actually I have not read nearly as many books as I normally do, um, just because of all the things that have been happening. But typically I have books, um, that I read for ministry sake. And then I have books that I read personally in my process that God's working and developing and how both are um, are important, which it's interesting because it brings me to one of the books I'm reading right now. And he talks about the internal anointing and the external anointing. Mm. And that's been very interesting because I haven't heard anybody explain that type of thing before. Because a lot of times we see our call or discipleship or evangelism or all these things that God's called us to do. And that's the outside part that God's calling us to. That's the anointing. And so we think because we're fulfilling those things automatically we're in the right place. Okay. And the reality is, is we have to be looking at both. How's our internal anointing? How's our internal connection and filling with the Holy Spirit? Just because God's using me on the outside, it does not mean I'm connected to him on the inside. And so we look throughout scripture, we see that God uses all sorts of people in all different spaces. And we assume because God's using something, everything within that person is right. And the reality is that it's not. Just because God's using you or he used you today, it doesn't mean the rest of your life and your heart is in the right place. Right. And you shouldn't be satisfied with where you are. Right. Oh, look, God can use me just like this. Right. So I must be fine because right. God's using me. And I'm like, no, 
gotten my easy because you were just like, you know, I look at like trying to enter into a space. He's like, well, this door's open, but it doesn't mean the rest of my process or my life is okay just because God used me. And we look at those in ministry, we assume because somebody holds a position that everything else is okay. And it's just like, no, not necessarily so. And we go back to scripture. You look throughout the whole Old Testament and the disciples and things like that, that God was still moving, but there was still another part of the process that was happening. And so 2355 is about what are you doing? Where's your connection, your relationship with the Lord? And then some of us spend with only our internal connection and never allowing the external things to happen in the external anointing. And so we have both. So this series is really challenging both parts internally and externally. So you have your connection with the Lord. Are you doing anything with it? Or you have all this outside stuff that's happening, but where's your inside part? You know, what's happening inside of there and that we have to look at both parts because a lot of us can just be sitting there and we're like, you know, hear this and be like, well, my, my relationship with the Lord is fine. And I spend my time in prayer, read, you know, and I'm like, well, what are you doing with your external anointing? What are you doing with that outside anointing that God has on your life? Are you using it? Are you living it out? You know, are you connecting with people are, you know, um, in the space that you're in allowing your gifts to come, or are you just focused on that or vice versa? We have a lot of people who especially in ministry and stuff like that. It's easy to get caught up in the like, God, use me, God, use me, God, use me. I must be fine. Right. And the heart not being right, like at all, because we've lost sight of the important things that we've talked about in this series of like our prayer time. And, you know, we spend our five minutes of prayer with the Lord. And then the rest of the day we're out quote unquote doing ministry, but we're really not connected with him and not living in that process. And so it's very important for us to, Stay connected with the Lord on all aspects of our life, on all parts of our life, and to realize all the hours, all the minutes. You know, we talk about pray without ceasing. That constant connection with the Lord is really important. And we were created to have that constant connection with Him and to stay in that flow with Him and to stay in relationship with Him. Because I look at, I mean, this is where I challenge people. Are you only married five minutes of the day when you see your spouse in the morning, (laughs) you give them a hug and a kiss? Are you married throughout the day? Right. And looking at our relationship with the Lord the same, are we only connecting for the five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20, 30 in the morning? But are we still married to Him throughout the day? Like, do we live with the reality of our, our continuous relationship with Him and, and using and staying in that flow and in those parts with him and bringing him into all aspects of our life, all hours, all minutes. And I don't say this um, as pressure because a lot of times people can hear this and feel like they have to strive, you know, hear the series to obtain a certain thing. And it's like, no, it's about creating habits in life where God's a part of your life all parts of your life, not just certain parts, not just this part or that part, but that God is all the 24 hours of your day. Like that there's this flow in this habit that's been created. So like I shared about my thought life, like God's in my thought life. I'm communing with him. I would say like throughout my day, like the prayer and connection is constant. It's not like my thoughts are like always constant conversation with him. Mm. So it's like, I'm not just thinking within my own knowledge. I'm thinking within connection to him. And it's easy 
to forget to do that or to allow that process. Um, but it's so helpful because the way I look at it, God has all the wisdom and knowledge. Why would I not want to ask him all the time right. and be in connection or, or to have understanding or, you know, in staying in that space? Um, because there's so much joy, you know, found in that. Um, so, so summing up the series, because I went off on a little bit, it wasn't planning on that when we started this, but I felt like it was needed um, to be shared. But so kind of going over um, the whole entire series. So we talked about just establishing a prayer life. You know, in the beginning, we talked about notes and journaling and and what that time looks like and the uniqueness of each person um, in their process um, and the things that are important for us to do um, to notice and to begin to hear and listen to God and to take them into, you know, just inviting them into more than just those couple minutes in the morning and ways in which each person is unique in which they do that. We're not all the same. Um, some of us are outside people, inside people sitting by the window at night, in the morning, in the afternoon, like, but that we all have to understand ourselves and our process. And the goal isn't how it looks, it's that it happens. And that part is the most important part. It doesn't matter how it looks, right. it's that it happens. Um, and that we have to be intentional about it. Um, and that's the key is being intentional, like in our connection and our relationship with the Lord and with other people. Um, and that those things are, are really, really important because that's where our life source is found. Um, and many people, I would agree, preach on that, but don't really live that. Like you look at them and you're like, is God really your life source? Cause mm -hmm. it don't look like he is. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but I sit here and that's my heart is being that example of like, I'm not perfect. I will share all day long, all of my imperfections. I don't hide them. And that's where, but I desire to see people connected with the Lord. And that was why just the heart behind the series, because I know that's where joy and fullness is found. I know that's where healing and everything begins is in that relationship and that closeness with the Lord. And so I'm like, I obviously um, desire for everybody to have that, you know, to experience that. Um, and then to begin to open the door to bringing God into every sphere of, um, of the world. I mean, whether a person, I always bring up the cake baker. I don't know what it is. There's probably some <laughs> really spiritual person out there who bakes cakes that probably tastes like the best. And I'm going to find them one day. I'm like, you one I've been preaching on for years. I just finally met you. But, but that that person like, realizes that they have such a unique space, you know, bringing forth their cakes and the beauty, um, of, of those things and to savor the taste, you know, but all those things like they matter. Maybe I really like cake. I'm really not sure what yeah, this I'm is. Yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I support that. <laughs> but that we don't, we don't see our life as a holy calling, you know, as we were talking about last time, of bringing things within God's design and God cares about cake. I actually posted that, didn't I? Yeah. The other day I was like, <laughs> God likes cake. He does. Um, because he does. I'm like, we have to think about it. now people are like, you crazy. No, he, he made sugar cane. That's true. Right. That's true. And all of the, you know, we can take apart all the ingredients. Um, but God likes cake. Or he wouldn't have made sugar cane, guys. Like, 
but we don't realize that. Like we don't sit in delight of that. How often do we look at a cake as a piece of art, creation, something beautiful and like savor it? I mean, we savor the taste of it, but like truly seeing it as a holy calling, like that, that, that person brings, I look at it like right now I could think of, they bring celebration, they bring joy, they bring, um, the delight of just the flavor. I mean, we could take it apart and I'm sure now the cake baker out there is like, holy calling. I'm like, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Holy calling. Like those things are so important and that they add so much and we don't see like how impactful each part is and how vital it is and how beautiful it is. And so it's like, so that's the other part of 2355. I want to encourage people to like, go step out, realize what you're doing every day matters to the heart of God. It doesn't matter what it is. It's impactful. It's important. It's beautiful. And, and I am encouraging people invite God into that space, allow him into that and to allow beautiful things to come out of whatever it is that a person does. It does not matter. I, th- I always, I constantly talk about this because, because of my job and being a counselor and entering into the spaces of people from all walks of life and jobs and things like that. I just have a great appreciation for every single person because, because of what they do. It allows me to do what I do. And I know a lot of them are thankful for what I do. And like each part is so beautiful and so important. And when we invite God into because he created us to create, like we were meant to, we we're made in his image. He's a creator. We're creators. And to bring forth like those things and those gifts and to realize, you know, to the person who's out there picking up trash, that's a holy calling, right? That is something I'm thankful for, right? And that there are people that are, I don't know if you've ever talked to a trash person, but they're, they're passionate about what they do. They see the importance of what they do and that it's like, it's vital and, and having appreciation and seeing that like what I do is important. Mm -hmm. It is a holy calling and, and that that holy calling goes throughout the, you know, as we talked about, um, holy calling is wholeness into alignment, like of how God made things, his heart, his design and seeking his heart in those things and, um, and understanding. So I'm okay, we'll go back to trash. I know everybody's like, how's that a holy calling? I'm like, well, we live in a broken world and how we handle our trash matters. And it was like small and people are like, probably like, oh, you're right. Oh, it's not small. (laughs) You you let trash hang around for a few days or a few weeks Mm -hmm. and, uh, you'll notice very quickly how important mm-hmm. it is to, to have people to tend to that. But even let's just say a person who sits in that position, have you ever prayed, whoever you are, to ask God to give you understanding and his design and intention behind mm-hmm. those things? Like, that's what I'm talking about, holy calling, inviting God into our heart, our internal and external, like every aspect of what we're doing in our lives. And asking him, Lord, what was your design in this? What was your intention? What was your thing? What was your plan? You know, and inviting him into that space and staying in connection with him of receiving. Because who knows that person, there could be a trash person right now. It's like, I never thought about it like that, you know, and God might give them an answer to something. That's true. To the uniqueness of whatever they're doing. Yes. And, but we only see often, quote unquote, ministry is just church. 
You're right. And that that's the only holy calling, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's wherever we're at, whatever we're doing, that that's a holy calling. That's important. That part, whatever a person does um, or the, whatever their job might be, it's a holy calling. It's a beautiful thing. It's important. Um, and all the parts are important. But it's like, but I just encourage people, invite God into your space. Ask him for solutions for things. Ask him, you know, that you would see things the way he sees things and like bringing all of that in. Like, it's so important. Right now, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm thinking about your writing. (laughs) She loves when I put her on the spot. But But I think about your writing, like I thoroughly appreciate it because I do not like to write as much as you do. <laughs> and, and I think it's such a beautiful thing, like the written word and being able to communicate things the way that you do. And I'm thankful for it. Like it is a holy calling. It's a wonderful thing. Um, you don't always see it as that, as how amazing it is, but to be able to take something and put it into words for people to be able to read and connect with is, um, is so helpful because some people don't have words or, understanding. And so, um, it is such a holy calling. It's such an amazing thing, the gift that you have to be able to do that. So I'm gonna let you talk. Um, cause I've been talking this whole time. <laughs> um, well, I do enjoy writing and you're right. I don't, I don't always look at it like that. I just see myself writing little stories, but, um, I always try to pray that God will lead me in what I'm writing so that it's not just for me, mm-hmm. which a lot of writing can be. Mm-hmm. It's not just for me. It's it's to reach somebody, to touch somebody. Right. Um, and I'm, I love my job. I'm thankful I get to do it. <laughs> I'm thankful for your job. I'm thankful for your gift. Um, I enjoy reading your writing. So those that don't know, you can sign up for our newsletter and you get to read a lot of her amazing writing um, and the things that she puts down and enjoy them just as much as I do um, because of the way you have the ability to communicate and pick pictures through words um, is is so impactful. Um, and it's interesting because even for you to say like, oh, you know, you don't realize how important it is, but then there's power I've learned this through my process because I didn't feel that my gifts or the things that I brought were that important until God started to show me how impactful they were. And then I was like, wow, my gifts are really important. So most people would be like, oh, doesn't that make you prideful? So now I'm going to bring up, and you and I had talked about this other, the other day, this visual that was given because a lot of times we don't understand that it's super important for us to understand our giftings and to understand the things that we do. And so so we're going to go through two visuals right now. One, we're going to talk about the Avengers because that's always my favorite visual when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> I should have felt that one coming. <laughs> but if you don't understand, one, that you have superpowers, you're kind of dangerous. So we talk, So we look at, so everybody can, most people can connect to like the beginning of Superman when he didn't understand how to fly or use his stuff. Or I always loved the Spider-Man ones when he's like trying to figure out how to do all this stuff. <laughs> and they cause so much destruction. And so this is my argument for people when they're like, well, I shouldn't understand my gifts. That makes me prideful. I'm like, no, that makes you more of a fierce weapon. The more you understand who you are and how your gifts can be used, you know, so now we pull in the Avengers 
as they come together as a team and the uniqueness of their gifts, they're a powerhouse. They're unstoppable. But when we sit there in a space and we don't understand the value of the unique things we bring, then we can't be used powerfully. We stand back. We hold back. But we invite God into the space of saying, Lord, I've realized you created me to be a weapon, to be used as a force, as something fierce. Then we come forward and we allow our gift to come forth. But many of us hold back. So now we're going to go to our second visual. So I've been going through again, um, Chris Volaton's book, um, Supernatural Ways of Royalty. And he uses this example with this man who was telling him basically like, no, it's more humble to think you're a horrible thing. And so he gives him the visual. I'm probably not going to say this perfectly as he did in the book, but he gives the man the visual. He goes, okay, look at that painting over there. And he just starts talking negatively about the painting. And he goes, so does that make the painter humble? And the guy's like, well, no. And he goes, oh, it's okay for us to realize the beauty of our gifts so we can be used in such a powerful way. So we understand the way that we're made, the uniqueness, so we can come forward fiercely for the kingdom. See, right. we remain in humility when we keep our eyes on the Lord and we understand our purpose. Just because I know my purpose, it doesn't make me prideful. Because I know my purpose, it makes me more fierce to go forward and to do the things I'm called to do and to stand in the way that God created me and to allow God to use me and to just find the delight and joy of the whole entire process. Because to me, it is so much fun to be out there and, and to watch people and their giftings and to come together and allow God to use you. It's such a beautiful thing. But we miss out on that when we stand in the back of the room or hide in the house or don't ever leave and don't ever step out. We don't get to enjoy the whole process and we don't get to enjoy watching our team win, which is God's children are going to win. But it comes to understanding and understanding our gifts and how to use them. But the only way we can do that is by we go back to 2355. How are we spending our minutes? Are we inviting God into every area and part of our lives and allowing him to speak? And I'm not talking about, because most people would be like, their mind automatically goes to evangelism. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having creative solutions for things and different aspects of life and inviting God into all of those spaces. And, you know, like I know for me in my career, I'm seeking God's understanding of the way that he made us and the way the brain works and the way our bodies thrive. So that way I can bring his design into this space. And I'm not out here evangelizing everybody. I'm just out here doing my job well of understanding God's design in this area, teaching it, communicating it, bringing that into the space, you know, and then when people want to talk about God, all about it. But that's not, I'm not here to be like, I've got to evangelize every single person right. who walks. No, I'm just right. here to communicate God's design. And then if people feel drawn in that direction, then so be it. But I'm learning his design within the space that I hold. So we go back to our trash person, learn God's design. And how do we take care of waste? You know, and all of these things, it's like, God, what are you saying? Invite him into your space. Your life is a holy calling. Understand your gifts. Understand your passions are unique compared to anybody else. And be intentional in your relationship with the Lord. Be intentional in how you're living within the space that he has for you. So I'm like, 
that went a whole different direction. Every time I do these, I'm always like, okay, okay, that did not that did not go where I planned, but I know it went where God planned. Yes. Um, and his heart, you know, um, behind sharing these things. And I'm excited because this series wasn't just to say something or to fill space. No, this has all. been so heavy on my heart for a long time because yes. I feel like bringing God into every aspect of our life is a solution to the problems that we see all around us. It is a solution because God does have a design and a plan for, um, for each area. And we miss out on it if we're not connecting with him and hearing his heart for all the unique things in the spaces that each one of us are in and seeking his face like for those things. But when we invite him into the other 23 hours and 55 minutes of our day and invite him into wherever we're at and whatever it is that we're doing, we're going to watch God-sized solutions begin to happen to these problems that are in front of us, whatever they might be. I mean, it could be down to your filing system. Like it does not matter. All of those details matter so much to the Lord, the small things, the big things, like he cares about those things. Um, and so I just, I hope this challenges somebody. It opens up their eyes. They begin to see the value in the things that they're doing and they allow God to connect and speak into their space um, right where they're at. Um, I just feel right now, I feel like I should pray. Um, normally I do not. Um, there's a reason, but we won't go into that lecture. <laughs> but I'm just going to pray right now um, just for those who are listening. Father, we just... We just right now, we come before you and we invite you into the very sphere of influence, the place that you've put each person who's listening. Lord, I just pray that you would begin to speak and give them understanding for the uniqueness of their life and the way that you created each person um, and that you've put them in a space of influence um, to just bring forth your design wherever they might sit, whatever it is that they're doing. Um, that they would see that as a holy calling, that it's an amazing thing, Lord. And I also just pray for healing um, within each person, that um, if there are life things that they're struggling with, areas in their life they're having a hard time with, Lord, we just pray for healing and understanding in their heart, that if it's a book they're supposed to read, if it's um, just laying things down before you, if it's that they need counseling, um, if there's restoration in a relationship, whatever it is, Lord, I just pray that you would just show them and guide their steps towards the direction of healing for them um, in just in their journey. Um, that if they've been hurt um, by other people, that life would be spoken over them, that you would just restore all the areas that have crumbled um, in their life, Lord. We just thank you so much for your faithfulness, Lord. Um, I thank you that you're so good to your children, that you care about all of our details. In your son's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm so sad our series is over. I've really enjoyed it. I have two. I just, I'm like, oh, I feel like I want to keep talking, but I don't know what else to say because <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. So I don't think we know what we're doing next. Might have an idea because we have a few things that are sitting out there. So I hope everybody has an amazing um, week and we will see you next time. Um, blessings to each one of you. Remember, connection makes us stronger. Check out our website, joannasnow.com. If you feel led to give, we would appreciate it. Will allow us to continue to grow. So blessings to all of you.